we've been sitting here um, in our apartment for the last 12 hours, and I don't know that we don't have words. I, I know for a fact that I can't make any sense out of this. I can't figure out why this would happen, to whom this would happen. I can't make sense of, of where it happened. Two weeks ago, we stood in that parking lot. We went inside to say what's up to Nipsey and it was all love. It was family there, blood relatives and non-relatives alike. There were hundreds of people. Hundreds of people yeah, he was standing doing- in the sun to wait to get in to, to, to get a Rock Nation hat. Yeah. We went there to say hi. There was a kid who we were introduced to, couldn't have been more than 13. And he snuck in with us as we went to go say hi to Nip. Nipsey had never met him before. And he liked the kid's energy and gave him his phone number and his email. Just met him. And now two weeks later, in that same parking lot, a man loses his life. I, you know, I hurt, you hurt, hip hop hurts, but, you know, I, I watched a, uh, a video Saturday night, you know, the, the night before he died of him and Lauren London on this, on this GQ video. And it's like, there's so much love and light and humor and promise and he's robbed of it she's robbed of it their child is robbed of it our friends who work or worked with him are robbed of it steve-o Sophie Ash, Dallas Martin, Karen, Brianna, on and on. I mean, um, everybody at Rock Nation, everybody at Atlantic, everybody at Marathon. It's just everybody in Los Angeles. Impossible. That's I, I. I can't make sense of it. We're talking to our friends out there, who can't believe the destruction that has already started because of this brutal event. And for what? And I know it's very cliche to say, but this is somebody who you never heard a bad story about. Not inside the business, not outside the business. Just a good guy. And whether we get any answers today or tomorrow or whenever, two weeks from now, yeah, um, I think the best path forward is for all of us to 
remember Nipsey, remember the good work that he did, and carry through the good work that he wanted to do and was working on doing. And if we can do that, I hope that we become a better world and a better society. And let's just do all that in Nipsey Hussle's name. And in the meantime, I do hope we can laugh a little bit. Yeah. And learn a little bit. And uh, and escape a little bit. And that's what this episode with Birdman and surprise guest to us, Juvenile, will hopefully do. You guys may uh, recognize that uh, there's a little uh, difference between the audio from Birdman and the audio from us in Juvenile. That's not because Birdman is somewhere else. No, he's in the same room. He's right next to me. We took a picture together, and uh, so that proves it. It was not photoshopped. No. This is really us and Birdman and Juvenile. And there's a lot of great moments in this episode. Can we talk about the fact that in the middle of this episode, Birdman asks me how my bar mitzvah was? I think that that was one shining moment from this podcast. And uh, there's many more. There's many more. Jeff, when you want to get into it. Right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Carb Loading, a.k.a. Get Your Roll On. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Blowing Bricks, a.k.a. Big Bad Wolf. Here's your third favorite podcast to waste time with the real. Get out of the Get out of the Guys, what's happening? Yeah. I know. Wait, hold on. didn't bring that same energy. Like TMZ. No, no, yeah. Sway didn't do that. Welcome to New York, guys. How's it going? Man, it's all love. We've wanted to sit down with you guys for a long, long time. There's a lot, so much history there, but we really want to start off with Flex's car shows. Right. Are you are you the champ of all champs? I think so. I kind of feel to believe. We got the title. Yeah. She hit me a few times. Don't want it down. You the man. No, because pe- 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 people people talk a lot. They can't. Uh, I come that, from bro. my business. You know, just coming from down bottom, I think that's a lot anyway to come up top and mm-hmm. do some shit anyway, but. Um, I thought that was a great thing that Flex did amongst talent to compete with cars. I thought that was a great thing. Back then, we just, we didn't really know what we were doing. We really didn't give a fuck. We were just trying to come, you know, just having fun and shipping our whips. But because I'm really, cars is a hobby for me, but... I really, now that I'm older, I really appreciate him doing that shit. But there weren't any rules to it? Like, it was just show up with... with... First year, it wasn't no rules. Second year, nigga went to cheating because of... <laughs> Name <laughs> names. Went to borrowing calls from other niggas. And oh, 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 oh. <laughs> home, home, home and love friend. I mean, Wyclef had a little thing, but... I was at one of them. What did Wyclef roll up to? Wyclef coming some whole nother different shit. Yeah. He got all his calls, oh, me. <laughs> Everybody enjoyed the moment. And as we all got older, you know, we appreciated that shit. Man. Was there ever a chance that you would have done something like Swiss did and get the fire truck? Swiss is a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> so really, though, I think a lot of them niggas was in their feelings because I'm from down bottom and I came up here and really took the car game. So the second year, <laughs> niggas was going crazy. Like, fuck that shit. We ain't letting no nigga from down bottom come to New York and do no shit. So niggas went... Berserk. And you weren't just holding the cars. I was going broke behind that shit. <laughs> I ain't catch that. We ain't even try to. Man, the focus so, was a beach. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now, Flex, so after the second year, I ain't come no more. 
yeah. Nigga, you cheating with these niggas. Yeah, for real. Putting pressure on you. How you let it You up here with them. Yeah, you up here with them. You hearing that shit all day. It's fun, man. This shit was a great time in all our careers, and all of us could look back at that shit and really appreciate that moment because we always getting money. Is there a wheel size that's too big? I don't don't. I'm a factory man. Yeah, my nigga factory. B dress him up through rim. And I used to do all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but B he ain't getting any of it if it ain't all the way. Down. <laughs> I got the hair. Yeah. <laughs> I keep facts now. Factories nowadays is the shit. I don't do the the swishing unless I saw my nigga Mac Ten. I was so I was with him. He had a fucking Ferrari sitting on twenty twos. I thought that bitch was bad. I just thought that yeah. that shit don't exist no more. But the way he had his car. That shit was dope, but me, I do factories. But I like the red disc brake, and you heard me, my tops and my back. My inside, I, I put more effort into the inside than the outside. Well, how have your like thoughts on money and about like you know spending? Spending, um, like, has it changed? You know, you get older, you get wiser, but still, if certain things with my life, you know, I just causes a hobby for me. So that's something I do. Without anything, I would like to buy cars, and that's my life. But we older and we wiser. We know how to put money up, save money, invest in different things. But that still don't take... I think if I don't be Birdman or Stunner, <laughs> I've been fake with this shit, and I'm real with this shit. I really live this shit, and I'm prepared to die behind this shit. So for me, I will never leave the fact that I like driving cars, because that's really me as a person. Well, what is the most you've spent at the gas station? I'm, I'm going to be honest, I just spent a couple thousand at the gas station. What? gas station, I'm talking For you about and friends? <laughs> project, mm-hmm. not gas money. Oh, I'm you were just like swiping people? people? I'm at the gas station yep. in my hood, Nick, walking up on me. They got a second line out there. I can't yep. really move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They hit me out 100 here, 20 there, 50 there. And that's how I spent it. I, spent yeah, I don't think second lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 They whacking me. They going to tell you up. Whenever yeah. we come out, bro. He do the turkey giveaway every I year. Yeah. When I go home, I got to have at least 20 And <laughs> I, I appreciate I going home and doing that shit, though. Okay? Oh, and honestly, when they say it and done, that's why I'm going back. I won't go home. I won't go back to New Orleans because I know my city need me. They need us. And they need what we bring to the table. So, But whenever I do go home, I just go on my block and I just give away money till I ain't got no more. Mm. And all of them know it. Because they tell me, baby down there, they be like, no, baby down there, yeah. baby yeah. by yeah. I pull up by Gladys. Man, it's a Tuesday, man. <laughs> People outside posted up like, man, I got to go, what's up, Jew? I'm like, man, oh, wow. baby, got to be here. All y'all like to. They yeah. love us for real. For real, bro. They yeah. really, really, really truly love us for what we do and what we bring back to the city. Well, when's the last time you guys really felt like you went somewhere and you weren't recognized? Because do you know, I don't know if you've seen That's this. Impossible. That's impossible. That, that, man. But I... 20 years ago. Fact. Have you seen this? There's a video on YouTube I of a documentary, it. right? And you, you know, guys are, this is 1999, and you guys are going down to Atlanta. You're going down to Houston. North Atlanta. And yeah, but there was a, there was one place where you Juvie walked in, and you're just like, "Yo, yeah, I'm Juvie." Like, like they oh, didn't yeah, know yeah, you. It's crazy. It. But like, twenty years where you just walk out of a building and people you are like, know, "Back then, we was amazed that people even knew us because we were straight coming out the projects. We didn't give a fuck about none of this shit. We didn't care if you did know us. Get the fuck out of our face. We we just you know Trip. just coming Tripping straight up out of poverty, and this shit happened for us. So we didn't really." wasn't acknowledged that we were stars. 
Jeremy, yeah, we just really, was young I kids who really, growing up in New Orleans, you can't give a fuck. So we didn't give a fuck. So that shit didn't pan on us till a few years after. That we really was stars, like we couldn't walk in the mall and shit to that nature. <laughs> it didn't matter to us because we wasn't even knowledge of it at all. Was it was it too much at the beginning? Was it just like yeah. overwhelming? It didn't happen fast, but it happened fast. Yeah, it fast. Because look, we got like we was talking about the deal, got the deal, dropped, and before you know it. We, we hadn't dropped a whole bunch of albums and all the motherfuckers went multiple platinum. So it was like, was and then I was, I, I, I could tell you per, from my personal experience, I came to New York and ain't nobody know me. Nobody ain't know me. See, the second time I came to New York, I couldn't get out of Universal. They had people down there with cameras and shit, trying to take out pictures and shit. Like, they moving it. Poof. I said, damn, man. It took us a minute to understand what happened. It was like a roller coaster. It was like a dream come true. Right? I couldn't even believe the money we had, the money we was. You got to talk about a nigga come from nothing to something. That shit real. Like, like, damn, we got millions of dollars. And, you know, when you go to New Orleans, you still in the project. We got Bentley's and Maybachs out here. I was still in the project. All that made us feel different. The cars we was driving, you know what I mean? So that was made me like, man, we got to do more of this shit now. We need some yeah. more motherfucking cars, some more motherfucking cars. Because the money didn't matter in the city because you're yeah. still in the ghetto. Man, let me fuck you up. All them cars, you know, like, you know how you can find me still after I bought the bought the Bentley, all that shit? I parked all that shit in the project. Mm. Every night. We know one thing. If you came in the project, you could find me. Right mm-hmm. down for Red Street by the project office. All my shit lined up. Yep. I never left the hood. About 10 yellow calls. This nigga juvenile, straight fucking crazy. <laughs> Why he got all these calls in the project? So he ain't never, we got to be in this bitch. But in New Orleans, it's nowhere to go. Yeah, it was one situation where I couldn't go. go. I couldn't go. Even if we don't get a big house, you still... Five minutes from the ghetto. Yeah. Do you think that people in New Orleans, when you guys got that that first deal with Universal, expected you to change? Well, we weren't thinking of that. I'm gonna be honest, bro. That wasn't something we really thought of because we was making music and we was on in our own world. We, we didn't even know game. how to do that. So we didn't. We that we never been we exposed. We wasn't to, thinking about none of that shit. We wasn't even exposed yeah. to no other life to even try that shit. We only knew one thing, <clears throat> and that was just being where we come from. Yeah. We ain't know nothing else. And remember, we went to the studio. Yeah, fuck but the you gotta think about it. Niggas was young. Niggas was 18, 19, 17, yeah. 14, 15. We was babies. So when you're saying it, it just like turned on a dime, I think you're you're not getting to what was truly miraculous, which was the independent grind that you guys were on before yeah, that. I didn't think about none of that, bro. Yeah, we well, just, we, that came later. In the beginning, it just was excitement to be able to say we done made it. And when all that shit over with, when we go home, we go right back to the ghetto. But can you talk about the pen and pixel stuff? Can you talk about, what was it, Southwest Distribution? Got, yeah, right? Yeah. Like going into like stores and actually giving them stuff on consignment. Hey, and When I first got the cash money, they told me everybody around here worked. Everybody worked. So I had to get up and get BG album come out. I had to get up, go, go meet up with them, 
and I'm carrying box. All of us carrying boxes every day to to Southwest. We drove down there. I didn't even know Mr. Gigan. Baby took me in there and introduced me to him. He said that, that old dude said y'all killing me. He said y'all working me to death. Like he was cash money had got bigger than his, his, his distribution. His yeah. So what were your big markets back then? Like besides New Orleans, it went to spread. Memphis. Kentucky. Yeah, we were going to Kentucky. It, it was, was all in the Dallas. Dallas. Was it was heavy there? in the South. Yeah, we was everywhere. It was real heavy in the South. So we was doing two, three hundred thousand on one project. <clears> and we was putting out four, five projects a month. So we got too big for the distributors. And this guy was like, I think it's about time for y'all to go yeah. with a major label. Whoa. Real talk. And he actually on one of the DVDs telling it. Telling the same story he's saying, so it to, to verify what he's saying, he not lying. He, I mean, he told it to me when I first went there. Like, man, y'all, I, I don't know if I'm gonna be the handler. That's the stuff we shot him. I like, man, I, I'm just carrying Bob, I'm the new dude. Like, <laughs> I don't know. What, it's like he I couldn't even believe that Juva was carrying boxes. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, we can talk about trying to get this BG. Yeah. <laughs> City in the ghetto, y'all. Y'all ready? Let's yeah. go. Yeah, I was on that kick, man. Well, when did you guys actually meet? I know the story of when you were signed, but like, when did you guys actually meet? I think I've been no beef since. Uh, I heard of Juva before I met him. Yeah, uh, UNLV. Yeah, bro. songs out before he even met me, and it was one day we had a concert. On Canal Street at Oh, that's the bus time. <laughs> and Roof was in the car. And he was at the bus stop. He said, there go that nigga juvenile right there. And you were showing your, like, your, your, like, your asbestos suit and everything? <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. I had been in the project looking for now, but I never could find now. They said, Juve got, he had work. So every day I'm going to the project <laughs> over there looking for him. He's like, man, he had work. But this day we had a concert. Yeah. That nigga's. And your job was actually like removing asbestos or I was a foreman at the at, at Shell. I know I was doing catalyst in mm. uh the furnace. You were the foreman. I was the foreman. So you're the boss. Yeah. Well, however you want to look at. It. Yeah. Look, I didn't just quit the job. I took a leave of absence. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? I'm but she at BC, man, I'm gonna get you two thousand a week. I wouldn't make you wet. Near that kind of. I say what? Yeah. Me? Yeah. I say, man, if you get in the studio, come to the studio and prove yourself. You make way more money than that. So I started going to the studio every day. You know. He quit saying? that day, though. Yeah, I quit. Quit his job that day. Yeah. He said, I'm calling him tomorrow, man. I'm never going back. <laughs> we pulled up. We was in the Lexus. I got the going. I said, look, bro. Yeah. That boy's taking all day, bro. He ain't dropping out. That fucking... I had a helmet. So I was hot at that fucking blue suit. I was sweating. Man, I was hot out there. That shit happened just like that. As we, I we had a concert. He was catching the bus. Matter of fact, I freestyled y'all all the way back. Man, nigga, the roof was up. You know, roof was up. Man, rap something, man. Show, show Lil when you bought this shit. Man, that shit happened right then and there, man. Right then and there, man. How many people would come up to you during that time who knew who you were and were just like, yo, I'm the next up. You have to sign me right now. wasn't as popular back then. Yeah, they didn't do that. That wasn't a problem. And I know it wasn't no did walk it. up there. Wayne that did wasn't it. reality, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Turk did it. Mm-hmm. And you signed them all. 
Yes. Yeah. But back then, hip hop wasn't as popular. Right. You're talking about 25, 30 years ago. No internet. Yeah. Yeah. You had yeah. To buy yeah. A cassette or CD. You got to remember that part. So it was, it was kind of like more of the record company taking a super big risk. I knew it was taking a risk on me because I really didn't know what to do. I was in the studio. I'm like, like a Dan Headlights. I'm like, so when we going to start rapping? My first thing, like, first day I got in the studio, say, well, when we gonna start rapping? See, got a man. They gotta finish making the beat first, dude. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, thought, I ain't know none of that. To say I had been in the studio for, with with these other cats before that, I really didn't. I really didn't know too much. It, it, it was always come to the studio right now and the song is put together already, pretty yeah. much, and it put me in the booth and say what I gotta say. When I got there with Cash Money, you go, you gonna be in the studio while man first start making the beat. You gonna listen to all that and why he doing all the different hi hats. You coming up with ideas. Yeah. And then I started like I like working like that. I, I said, man, this is the way I really want to work. I want to work like this. I don't want to come in the studio with beating everybody looking at me like do something. I don't want to be like that. I would go there. We start. I'm writing. And man, what he created was a was was uh, a, not a conflict, but we were all in competition. Mm, you felt that. What? Boy, see if I get around B or Slim, it ain't none of the other high boys around. I'm in this say, bro, I need to be on this, on this, on this. <laughs> man, man, I need a solo. I'm talking, I'm talking, and everybody else did the same thing. We all did the same thing. Yeah. We're always trying to get more on, the, you know, because we were starving for that light. So, what's it like when Swiss Beats gets in touch with you and asks you he to did, be? He didn't be, get in touch with me for Down Bottom. Yeah, he didn't get in touch with me. That's them. Swiss was my friend. Yeah, that was, that was my partner. So how'd that all go down? And um, you know, with the Rough Riders, we all came close. And um, this is bef- this is before the tour. Yeah, anything yeah. like that. That was one of the first ones from New York to reach out to us. For real, um, for so, real. So we all became real, real close. And whatever Swiss in the morning, we you know we did it. So did you? You got the song first, and was it like weird? Getting on such now a different vibe? To, when, when we listen to it together in the studio and they start playing and I hear the horns, like, man, this ain't, this nice, bro. I just, you know, I heard a lot of Swiss beats. I just thought that was a different direction. It was just so <laughs> on our own shit, dog. I ain't felt like, back in those days, you know, now niggas do features, a thousand of them. But back in those days, we, we just, didn't do that. like, we, we didn't, didn't do that. It was so unheard of for us. Because mm. everybody wanted a piece of our sound and we were just scared. We was preaching that all day. I like, man, he'll I tell you like, when he, when yeah, Universal yeah. came to give us the deal, I didn't want it. Because? Because I, I thought we was I was a millionaire already. And he you know had bad experience with a project uh, yeah. uh, situation before, before that. Yeah. So now I was like, stunner, man, with that major label shit, bro. We could do anything, we could do this shit on our own. We don't need no major label. And we already was making millions of dollars a month. So I was like, nah, bro, I really think, bro, it's time that we take this shit to another level. You know what I mean? He was like, you won't do it, Stunner, let's do it. But I'm not with that shit. How many of you guys were up here for the meetings? Just me and Stunner. That's it? Yeah. Was it what you expected? You met with not not just Universal, they were a bunch. Yeah, everybody. And look, we were sitting, us as artists, we were sitting down there waiting. <laughs> we like, man, when I come back, it had been two days, bro, damn. Call BG, man, you heard anything? Nah, bro, he had nothing to I'm telling you, man, you, you, you worried, you're trying to figure out, we going to stay independent or we going to just roll with this? What's, what's about to happen? All right, so knowing that you guys are like the hottest yes. thing unsigned, knowing that like the labels need to give you something just to differentiate themselves, 
what was the what, did you press them baby did you did you like try to like get something out of the labels that maybe you knew they ordinarily wouldn't give i just didn't want to, i just felt like dirty i man. didn't want to lose <laughs> <laughs> what we work hard for, bro. You got people that really dirty me. They play with them numbers. You for got me. people that really yeah. died for this shit. Yeah, really, people who gave their life to see us be successful. So I just felt like I can't let them take nothing from us. Bro. What was the difference between Universal and like, um, yeah, like Russell or Leo? They all them wanted fifty-fifty deals, and I wouldn't do that. Why would I give you 50% of something you ain't work for? Were those long meetings or were they just like, you're not giving me what I, I want, then I no? I walked out of all the meetings. You really? I really literally walked out the meeting with Russell and them. I left. But they were talking some shit I ain't want to hear. I left out the meeting. Like, man, I really said, fuck y'all, I'm done. How'd they take that? It didn't matter. It is what it is. Yeah. At that part, I'm young. I ain't giving a fuck anyway. You remember? I'm like... Remember, millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> remember, this. you always got to start from that point. We were rich already. We didn't give a damn. We was... You know what I'm saying? Young, rich, cocky. We didn't give a damn. Did you and your brother like talk beforehand and say, like, all right, this is what we want to get out of this meeting? Not really. I just wanted to make sure we ain't losing nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, when you ultimately do the deal, does everything change? Does that mean that... I'm going to start again. Yeah. Dirty nigga. <laughs> you know, in that era, in that time. Yeah. yeah. Dirty me. Yeah. Not no food gazes shit. Not yeah. no 30 million. And that's why I was all over the tabloids. And that's why a lot of the artists who've been out before us made big deals about it. And it was a 80 like split distribution yeah. deal. So, yeah, it was crying. Because you, you kept saying no. Yeah. yeah. And so they kept coming back with better deals, right? It was one way or no way. Simple. Mm. Oh, we could just go finish doing what we was doing. We didn't have a problem with that. And we respected the business aspect of the choices that they wanted to make. <clears throat> Ain't nothing that we could do. You hear me? So is yeah. it going to be our way or no way? Or we could go finish doing what we was doing. We didn't have a problem with that. We was already prepared to finish what we was doing. So, and But when I did sign with Universe, I saw that the structure was different. <laughs> the muscle be behind you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, four hours a month. Now they talk oh, about you, you, we gotta set this shit yep. up, do this shit oh, this get way. Get the machine going. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Hold on. <laughs> this shit Chinese to me. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're like, Juvie doesn't have to carry the boxes anymore? <laughs> oh, well, well, yeah. Man, it was kind of crazy going from from that. And now I was I was problematic. I'm gonna be honest. Like, you gotta do this and everything. I mean, they give me that fucking list of shit. I had do. I'm like, Bro, we don't never do that. Mm. I gotta do all that. <laughs> like you gotta do all that now. Nah. Like and then that's when I started realizing I mean, we really made it. You know, we really made it. Then I started. We started getting shows. Like I got a show in a tunnel, man. That's something that I looked at all my life. I was scared to do it. Now let me say that I was scared to death to do it. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I was begging, being out of that because of the reaction of the out. New York crowd. Like, we came back out. Now nah, we came back out. Like, man, I don't want to do that. I'm scared, nigga. Nah, because they was telling me all kind of shit. Like, they're going to boo me. They've been running niggas off the stage. They told me they ran Busta Rhymes off the stage. I'm like, what? Mm. Man, y'all the chance. <laughs> shit. And then how'd it go? I song all night. Huh? I said, how'd it go? Oh, you like, did, huh? Oh, you did, huh? The entire time? One song. Was this before the J remix? What was that? I don't even know. Yeah, that was before that. Yeah. Before that. And, and how did the J remix come to, come to be? They know more about that one than me. 
Man, that was cool. Yeah, we had a relationship, and he was like, man, he wanted to fuck with it, so I sent it to him. Yeah, he used to come down to New Orleans and fuck with me and everything. But we sent it to him, and he laced that bitch. After he came to New Orleans for Mardi Gras, I flew him down for Mardi Gras to come fuck with me. And um, right after that, he was like, man, I want to jump on that hunt, and I sent it to him. What did you think when it came back? Yeah, remember we was already <laughs> fucking with his music. He was like a friend of the family. He was already a part of us to me. So, and then we felt like people didn't understand how we talked. So he made it easier for New York to fuck with us. Who were some other artists that you were fucking with, like at the time? Um, Rough Riders. Yeah, Rough Riders hard. Yeah, like we fucked with Noriega too. Yeah, and we fucked with Polo the Dying, them boys in Atlanta. Hey, we fucking with, fuck with uh, what's, what, out of Queensbridge, the... Noriega and Capone. Noriega and Capone, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That BG did a song with that nigga uh, out of Queensbridge. Uh, the boy, the, 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 uh, the Mob Beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Definitely. Everybody's really, bro. We we really have no bad blood when we came to New York. All the artists kind of paid homage. Yeah. You know, and... um. Dipset, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Jones and, and Cam. Cam and... Mm-hmm. Cam been fucking with a nigga hard. That mm-hmm. nigga there non-stop with me. I ain't lying. No, Jim Jones saying about Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. Jim Jones showed me a whole lot of love, man. Can you talk about one of our good friends uh, who you known since like '92, Bun B? Shit, I yeah. Let me tell you something. When I first came to Cash Money, I really didn't know that was Bun B. We did a song together and everything. Somebody said something in the hallway <laughs> and said "Pocket Full of Stones." And like, man, that was one of the best songs you ever made. I'm like, dude, you from UGK? I'm like, dude, you from UGK? I did a whole song with you, I don't even know you is. It's the BG song. Niggas, I'm coming, you know, I ain't know what that was. Huh? When we got in the hall, I'm like, boy, nigga, I'm a fan like a motherfucker. Like, boy, you, you bun? The real bun? Because I heard him saying bun all day, but nobody never said bun B. Yeah. They kept saying bun, bun, bun. So I'm like, I'm the new dudes. So I ain't saying shit. I'm trying to figure this shit out. And man, if one cut it out, it was fucking Bun. Bun talk about that all, all, all the time when I said, we say, boy, you ain't even know who the fuck I was. You know, I'd be on tour this school. Like, boy, you ain't know who the fuck I was. How'd yeah. you guys first meet? I thought he was on cash when I got there. Yeah, no, but how did, how did really Baby meet Bun? He was the artist. Yeah. I really thought that, bro, Bun, for real. Man, brace real early in the game. And what was your guys' relationship with Houston at the time? Houston always been like second New Orleans for us. You know, with our music, it's New Orleans, Houston, Atlanta, Alabama. Yeah. You're in Memphis. That's oh, really stop that's a great attraction throughout our music. And on top of that, we recorded that. We recorded it in Houston. Mm. All the music we did, a lot of it in those days, we recorded in Houston. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Beyonce and them was coming to the studio and then when they was kids. Is that right? Yeah, real talk. Crazy. Real talk. Man. Did you see it? Like, did, did you have... I mean, it was kids. No, of course, yeah. But were you like, they're talented for kids, though? Yeah. We saw them every day. Well, we were stars already. So, so they were looking up to them. It was trying... It was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was different. But they were younger, but we'll see them every day. Yeah, every day. 
everything. So when they came back around and they wanted Wayne on on the Soldier remix, was it just like, oh, of course? Already, of course, but they was already they were popping on our music. Yeah, yeah. They grew up on our music. Yeah. Who's the first person that you guys saw with gold teeth? Oh, my daddy. Yeah, my crime. We got that shit. That, I was found. Like, I always try to explain this to these cats. Like, man, the goals is more like hereditary, a hereditary thing. Like our family, our grandfathers and grandmothers, my mom, and my mom, mom, everybody. Like my God bless dead. My own family. I, all of us got them. They be saying, "Man, grill up for the picture." I say, "That's not why I got them, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't have them for that reason. I got them for tradition." Mm-hmm. You know, and I think. That's something that really stand out. You know, B had 32. Always, yeah, B32. Yeah. B32. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been having that since I was 15 because my daddy had it. So I was inspired by my daddy. My mama was like, period. So I had to have it. I had my shit since 12. <laughs> All of them is covered. Oh, man, no, man, that ain't hurt. My yeah. said, that ain't hurt, dog. Like, like man, man, yeah, I went in. Us, yeah, he said, I went in, dog. It hurt, but I went in. <laughs> Can you tell us the real truth behind Kanye almost signing to you? I got a story. (laughs) Kanye was down there for a minute. I was the one driving Kanye. He was in the studio with us every night trying to sample thing. He was a sample. But even after, we kept a relationship. He always used to call me like, but I won't rap, bro. But I ain't doing the kind of rap y'all doing. I'm doing different shit, more positive shit. Y'all doing ghetto rap, so I don't think my music fit cash money, but I still want to produce. And all the music I did, y'all can have, but I still want to be a part of it. But Jay-Z and them calling me, and I want to go do music for them. So I was like, man, go do the shit, man. Go, go fuck with them niggas. I said, go fuck with them mm-hmm. niggas. Cause, look, you know I, mean? I got my opportunity one-on-one with him. And he said, what he told me? He said, um, he's played the music, and I listen to all the samples. I'm like, bruh, how you going to put that out? <laughs> he's like, well, we're going to lose with the album. That's not what we're going to win. We're going to win with everything else. I'm looking at him like, <laughs> dude, you out your damn Boy, do you know we're going to platinum around here? We're going to platinum. I was like, well, I was in there on his neck about the whole. Nobody yeah, he was. I was. When he was around with us. Yeah, ideas, though. I nah, that. he always had yeah, ideas. And throughout his whole career, man, he kept a relationship. He used to call me like, man, I'm in, I'm in Jacob buying Rolexes, Stunner. Which one you think I should get? Say Jay Z gave me a bag. I'm like, man, keep doing your thing, man. That's what's up. <laughs> he was right there with us, but we also had Manny Fresh, so I ain't wanna, you know, we couldn't cross that line, but still I just felt like he was super talented. Yeah, well what'd you think when you when you brought like someone like Jazzy Faye into the fold? Like he was super talented too and Manny Manny cool Jazz. So we old yeah. now. Yeah. Um, Kanye came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was Manny Fresh or nothing. You remember? So now we're a little older and fresh. Fresh like into jazz. Like like that. Mm-hmm. So that chemistry came after that. I always liked the jazz, but when Fresh came, Fresh was like, he'll work with the nigga. Because it was like, Fresh got us here and I'm not going to ever cross Fresh. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about working with no other no, producer no, 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 unless Fresh wanted to work with him. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so Fresh was cool working with Jazzy Fred at the time. That was also a lot of work for him when you guys were first like coming up to. Man, listen, right now I listen back. I was like, damn, thought you thought you know what? I think we underappreciate. I mean, me, I'm saying me. I think I underappreciated the fact that this dude was making a sound for five different people. Like I like, yeah. like you know how hard it is. I cause Wait, after I let, that shit sound the same. Exactly. After I left Cash Money, when I left, I started trying to make beats. Then I started, I had a whole nother respect for making tracks. Then I started realizing, like, man, this dude different. This dude totally different. Yeah, and it ain't something, you can't just go sound and make a beat and just go, it ain't that simple. This young guy we have now who do our music, his name is D-Rock. Um, and I watch how he yeah. work. You have to really be able to thank music so it don't all sound the same, but you got that be super talented to do a whole album, not one, but some different projects, and none of that shit sound the same. Mm. And Fresh was the only person I ever did that with until I met this young man. Mm. And where'd you guys meet? Uh, my partner walked him into my studio about two years ago and was like, I need you to hear somebody. His name happened, I was like, Man, I don't feel like hearing that shit right here. <laughs> I really don't. But I said, go ahead and set him up in a room. And I had NBA Youngboy at the studio, and he played some beats. I was like, man, that little nigga nice. So I sent NBA and Jacquees in there, mm. and they did some beats, and I ain't never let him leave since. Mm. His name is D-Rock. D-Rock. Did you ever do an MTV Cribs episode? Uh, no. I wouldn't be honest. I, did, I, I was so personal, I wouldn't do nothing like that. They tried, they called me. I just backed out every time they called. I, I'm too personal when it comes to stuff like that. I don't like people knowing where I live at. My, I'm just you wouldn't have rented out somebody else's house pretending like it was yours, you know, <laughs> whole new life, that whole thing? Be me. I just, I never did it. I, you know, and, and they, they asked me multiple times, like, man, I'm, I'm not with that. I got to live after y'all leave. Yeah. Mm. You know, so. But baby, you did. I ain't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, everybody had their different charisma about themselves. Yeah. I fall under the stunting umbrella, so I didn't mind showing nigga my lifestyle, my cars, and, you know, just how I was living. I really, you know, I felt appreciated being able to do that shit, you know, just coming up with nothing to get something. I wanted everybody to see this shit. Those are your houses in the videos? Of everything. <laughs> your cars in the videos? Everything. Yes, yeah. But I helicopters. Like yeah. In those days, us as black right? people, yeah. we had it hard. Yep. So I never understood why we had to have one car, one house. And the car we did have, we had to ain't have no AC. We got to share clothes. I didn't understand that shit. So once I got some money, I ain't. I just didn't give a fuck. I want everybody to see I got money and how we live. Maybe I could change a nigga life. And mm. so when you were like going to different architects to talk about your houses, you were saying like, I want a hot tub and I want it. I want the TVs. Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> to have a lot of TVs. Cars. I used to let my partners just take my cars. Nigga, the Magnolia Project was full of brand new whips. You never seen no shit like this here, man. Um, I did a few of them cars. And we <laughs> used to just... Let me get down. The jacuzzi in the front was on. That shit just Yeah, that was ridiculous. 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 The stretch... 
the stretch uh what that was ex, ex, ex explore expedition yeah <laughs> he stretched the explorer expedition the cruiser I said, come on b prowlers yeah he got about, yeah. He got, he got about four stretches outside <laughs> out. Wait, where you gonna pop that he went in the zone i ain't gonna lie but you know i used to always i said baby let me get the keys to the rover truck he the first one put some big rev on rover <laughs> Boy, that's a rover truck. I said, B, come on, bro. One night, bro. Just let me. Boy, I got that. I got the rover thing. It was over. I come back with a whole song. Baby, let me get the keys to the rover truck. What? Boy, yeah. That bitch done. Yeah, dog. Boy, that fucking rover was the one. You know what I like about the rover the most? He went all the way with the sound. He put bought that bitch to uh, Tunes, huh? Bought Tunes at that truck for about a month. We came back off the road, that people knocked us off. I said, Pete, bro, just let me bring you to the project one time, bitch. He said, man, go ahead, boy, roll it down, boy, with our bump. What? Pull up, open the doors up. What? He's like, man, that's why I said, it ain't me, but don't it sound good? Say, brother, bump. so I'm saying to say, this is the vibe I want to do now, what we did then, have fun. We ventured every level of this game, and for me to be able to work with this man, I want us to be able to have fun. We're not going to stress about nothing. Whatever needs to be done, we're going to get it done. And we're going to appreciate everything that comes with this shit, bro. We older, our life set, our family set, and we're going to just keep grinding with it. Yeah, I was thinking that I hadn't seen you publicly like smile in a long time. Um, <laughs> until, like, you know, very recently. I saw you on, uh, on Wendy Williams. I saw you on, I think, uh, Angie. And Ebro, and I was I like, okay. Feel like, ain't nothing funny, man. This shit real. Mm-hmm. I gave my life for this shit. My mama dead. My brother dead. I got a lot of dead relatives, so I don't think nothing funny about this shit. This really our life, and this shit serious. It's not a game. You got people that fuck with this music shit and think it's a game. Think it's about videos and bitches and hoes and having fun. Man, this is our motherfucking man. life, and it's not a game. And I'm focused about it at all times. And I'm trying, and we trying to do whatever it takes possible. You know, you see me here with now, but I hustle with a lot of different people in this business. And it's nothing funny about it. Niggas just trying to come up and do what they got to do for their families. What's something that, like, gave you life from this business? Like, made you, like, feel good? Like, yo, I, I really... What made me feel good about it is when I could take a young man that's out the ghetto and make him way better than what he was change his life financially and being able to feed his family. That's my whole drive about this shit is getting these young cats like we was and changing their lives and be able to put millions of dollars in his pocket. He could provide for his families and his kids. And you get some niggas who brain enough to start a business and can help more and more and more motherfuckers. So for me, that's my main drive in this business is to take youngsters or whoever I didn't work with and turn our vision into a reality book and help and provide and could keep giving jobs. You know, I got like 400 employees in, in three different states, bro. Miami, LA, and New York. So for me to work back with Nile, I know we're going to make it so much bigger to where he's going to have to employ other people and give other jobs and be able to provide for his family to the maximum level. So that's 
I love it so much to where I wouldn't want to do nothing else with my life. This is very important for me to keep doing this shit, and I'm not going to help you. Hey guys, just want to take a second to interrupt this podcast with Birdman and Juvenile to suggest another couple of episodes, which if you're enjoying this one, you might enjoy those. Jeff, what episodes would you recommend today? Number 21 with Bun B. Shout out to Bun B, our guy down there in Houston, Texas, Port Arthur's own. Man, Bun came up. This is an early podcast too. Yeah, we were cooking for our guests and we we roasted him a chicken. We, We did. Guys, we don't cook anymore. Not for our guests. No. But at the time, we did roast a chicken for Bun B, and I believe he enjoyed it. He did. And I believe he finished it. He did. And I believe... He didn't get sick. He gave us a great review. So That's go it. check out that episode, Bun B, UGK, Port Arthur, Texas, episode number 21. Also, number 30 with Currency. Shout out to Currency, our guy down there in New Orleans. Currency. We also gave him food. Yeah, we didn't cook, though. No, we gave him fruit by the foot. We gave him a bunch of candy, and we said, which is the best to smoke to? He was so high, and we always have the best time with the Currency. We've done a million interviews, a million different projects with him, and this was one of our favorites, him hanging up here in New York City at our apartment. Also, number 187 with Swiss Beats. Shout out to Swiss Beats. Swiss came over at, like, 12 30 1 o'clock in the morning and stayed until about 3 o'clock 3 30 in the morning and we also had the best time swiss is somebody that we grew up on his music is just legendary and his stories are just as dynamite (laughs) just as crazy shout out to all three of these guys you can go check out all those episodes on spotify or itunes or wherever you're listening to this right now go check them out waste time with it's the real now back to birdman and juvie And what does New Orleans mean to you today? That's my shit. That's why they're gonna bury me ass. The Saints lost, but we didn't. <laughs> I'ma answer that. You know, fuck the refs. <laughs> they changed the rules because of that, by the way. We so. was at the game, man. You know, and that was our first game together in some years. Mm. Like going to the Saints game, dude bought me and my family to the Saints. Bought, well, B bought everybody to the Saints game. Put the where'd you guys sit? In the suite, yeah, suite. Okay, mm. we in that bitch, we balling. Yeah. Enjoyed that game, bro. Man, that was very, very Where were you guys when when the Saints won the Super Bowl? I was there. I was in Miami. I was in Miami. Was in mm. Miami. Matter of fact, the Super Bowl in Miami this year, and I'm gonna predict that the Saints will do it again. That had to be heartbreaking last year, though. Every year been heartbreaking. That, 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 last two years, though, it hurt. That Minnesota and that that hurt, bro. That shit, really? That shit hurt. Man, you can't watch TV when you're really into sports, bro. But I think this year we gonna go. We will be in the Super Bowl in Miami. Are you forever a football city? Like, no matter what the Pelicans can do? Like, um, facts, I think. Hey, listen, you count the, it's, it's several, man. 79,000 versus 15,000, 20,000. Yeah. yeah. Who, who you all like? Well, I mean, but it's also like, you know, 12 games a year versus, you know. Yeah, yeah, versus well, 82. Yeah. But, but them 82 games still, they're not all in New Orleans. And they're not all. Right. Just 41. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll say this. If, like, the Nets came up with the championship somehow, I would be the biggest Nets fan. (laughs) Like, you know, like the week before, I'd be like, oh, my God. Fucking love the Nets. (laughs) Lifelong Nets. No. No. (laughs) The Nets Nets don't make the playoffs this year. The Nets good this year, bro. Do you guys feel a certain way about Anthony Davis not wanting to stay in town anymore? Uh, Fuck him. No. (laughs) Did I say that? (laughs) I personally think that a man got to do what he got to do 
And if it, that what it mean, you got to do what you got to do, bro. If it make money, it makes sense. Truthfully, to be honest, he's been there, what, seven plus years in the the the... the the Saints organizations, Mickey Loomis, and they made yeah. bad decisions. Yeah. They didn't build a team around him to compliment him, to try to convince him to stay there. So, you know, it, 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 it's probably a good see, a good reason for him. He got a good reason to leave, and he won a championship. Dude, I ain't never lost. His whole career, but, you but, know, you know bro. it's about the money. It's mm. about, well, it ain't about the money. He chasing the ring right now. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Can you blame him? Or, I mean. Not can you blame him. Yeah. I mean, he won a championship in college and high school. He want to have the trifecta. So, yeah. I guess it's the Lakers. Yeah. Are you still betting on on, on big games? Um, I haven't been gambling at all. Wow. I gave up gambling. Good for you. Did you leave up or down? I stayed up. Okay. Mm. But. It's not worth it. Mm -hmm. So I just don't gamble at all. But you're willing to bet on the Saints this year? <laughs> I'm willing to bet that, not bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Saints will be in the Super Bowl. Can we do a gentleman's bet just so I can say I'm, I have a bet I with you? I bet at all. Come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you, let's bet a few million dollars. <laughs> that level with me. So maybe you can. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I might dress this way. I've got a, yeah. I've got a few. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. make it interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Let's make a bet. I'd rather keep my money and we just. Keep I, okay. I bet you buy the chip. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Chips are all right, man. Leave me so, so, so New Orleans today, though, it still has your heart. Is it? Is it? Would you say it's like ninety percent back to where it was pre Katrina? Eighty five percent, like seventy five percent. Where is it? Or is it just a different? The the the, the city moving. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 85 percent, but when it comes to the people and the population, the people that were there before the hurricane, we might be at 45 percent. Mm. Half the people ain't there. People went to but, Houston. People but, went to Miami. People yeah, but, Atlanta. But yeah, the city fully functional. You know, yeah. gentrification mm -hmm. everywhere. Sure. So yeah, yeah, got, yeah, yeah. You got new new projects. You got new buildings coming up in the city. New things everywhere. So every city is going better, right? I don't think a new city going backwards after this whole gentrification thing across the country. They taking the ghettos down and putting every moving the minorities around. So I think it's good everywhere when it comes to that. What do you guys think about what Brad Pitt did? I don't even know what Brad Pitt did. I couldn't tell. What okay. he did? Mm. He brought he he built. Of course, some... he came to New Orleans. Oh, he yeah. and his wife when yeah. they built them houses. Yeah. yeah, that was a good thing. I can't I can't stun on him. No, no, that, that was good. He helped a lot of people. Mm. Shout out to him. Yeah, yeah. Um, how often do you and guys? They got ripped off in the process because they didn't. That the money they put up to that budget didn't actually go toward Ooh. the property, so they didn't take time to build them the right way. Who can call you Brian? Who can call you Baby? And who can call you Birdman? <laughs> um, people that call me Brian grew up with me. I never hear that. I yes. Don't say that I never hear family. Brian. Family. I never hear Brian. Period. Totally. Really. Very very rare. Uh, how'd you feel when, when Nipsey name-checked you um, in uh, Right Hand to God, right? He gave you credit for being, you know, for building the company like you built it. Nipsey, yeah. Nipsey, I, I like what he's doing. He's a solid young man, and he's doing his thing. Yeah, because I, I think he referenced you as, as Brian Williams. Yeah. The, the, the business know your name, mm -hmm. and you hear people who do what you do. You know, your peers know your name, but nobody ever called me Brian. Yeah. If I hear a motherfucker say Brian, I'm going to look at him twice. <laughs> what you just said? Brian. So you might hear baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm, that, I, 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 I be trying to keep with the bird, man. I'm just so used to saying the baby. I yeah, thought that yeah, was my I, real name, bro. Yeah. 
Yeah. Baby. You know what I mean? Because nobody never called me Brian. Was it weird now to have like Lil Baby and Da Baby? Yeah. Nah, I like that shit. Yeah. I like it. Do you know what Baby on Baby is? I like it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can't describe it, but yeah. Money, yeah. Bang it. That's, I, I sit it all day. It's all good. Making money, yeah. beat banging. Yeah. I'm fucking with that. <laughs> Juvie, what's something that you learned during the Atlantic years? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> not, I don't want to go back. Not to be there? Yeah. Yeah, we're not yeah. going to do that. I'll go to you. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I ain't even know he was with Atlantic. Great. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Yeah. Good. <laughs> then take it off the plate. Next Next question. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna talk about great things when I like. Yeah, um, about no shit be- because yeah. because Jeff was wearing a fool's gold shirt. You shouted out eight track. You guys yeah. did a song uh, a couple years yeah, ago, yeah, which we really, re- yeah, we really yeah, fucked with. Yeah. Uh, what do you like about eight track and that whole movement? Man, I like eight track. I think eight track one of the biggest DJs in the world doing what he do, and the fool's gold shit is really popping. And I appreciate it, man. I didn't even know what that was. He yeah. spent some yeah. bags on him. dude. Like one of the biggest. They got Afro Jack and all these other cats, but dude, Jack, that we did a lot of business with Afro. Dude, it's why. Right there, he ain't Afro Jack. Now I'm not not trying to downrate him, but he right there. You know, he probably the next in line, and that's my guy. He been he put me on a lot of shows, a lot of big things, all white events. Fools goes up here in Brooklyn, but loves you times. for what you have done. He, like he not trying me, to change your sound. He showed me like, mad love, yeah. and I, I fucks with him. Yeah. I fucks with him. Yeah, yeah. I had the yellow and black jogging suit on the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a lot of this shit. This is this is a really random story i hope it's true uh a woman who grew up with us uh was a friend of our mom's about a half an hour north of new york city okay who mom yours and his. Bro, oh, her brother, brother. brother. Oh, brothers so y'all never yeah. said that yeah bro. oh yeah sorry yeah. Uh, you ain't know uh, yeah we work together we're brothers does that change yeah. everything yeah, i know you yeah. change a lot of shit yeah. Yeah. where your glasses at he can see and you can't i mean does that well, everyone have that brother i've yeah. got a twin brother by the way he also wears glasses yeah but yeah. he's his height yeah, and our parents wore glasses. So who the big brother? Me, me. You kick his ass when you yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Y'all do iPod. This I. The podcast? podcast yeah. 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 Is it real money in this shit? Yeah. Yeah. You should you should be doing podcasting now. It's it, it makes here's what here's what makes so much sense about it. Wait, yeah. Before you say that, brothers. Yes. Mm-hmm. My brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He mean the world to me. Yeah. Everything, anything he say stands. I don't give a fuck if I feel right or wrong. When Slump speak, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Y'all have the same relationship? Yeah. yeah, I think so. We've been working together for 12 years now. So, yeah. So, so when you say something... Well, sometimes we do fight about it. it. Oh, yeah. I thought you. I thought, I thought you were going to do like the twin thing. Nah. Like, Broke it down to you like if Slim, Slim the big brother. But yeah. yeah. Whatever so. Slim say mm-hmm. goes in my life. Mm-hmm. That's I, my big brother. So yeah. he's been like a father figure for me so when i see brothers work together that shit like solid for yeah me. and like my mom and, only and had i two think kids me and my brother that's outside so that's what's I, up i have the brother experience too yeah like you know i we're we're like you in that like we we work together we are our everything we, we do have a third brother our brother dan who is now doing some work with us yeah and 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 everybody in this business knows that like when you see one of us, you see the other, and there's a respect there, and they know that like we're good to each other, and we fight for each other, and we have this common goal and vision, and we've been doing it for. So do so a little years. brother be the little brother? <laughs> well, he's my twin brother, so like he's actually <laughs> older than do me. Little brother. Oh. Both of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am the oldest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do they? Do they... Little brother be the little brother. There's there's sometimes. <laughs> 
It's levels to this shit. There is levels. Yeah. All right, I'm going to ask you a straight question. Yeah. You had to bust him in his damn head one day before. You got tired of saying, man, to make a point? Yes. Yeah, right before we walked in here. That's all I wanted. The fact that I'm the little brother, which I got older sisters. Sure. I'm the youngest. Yeah. Besides my little sister that passed, and I got 22. 12 brothers and 10 sisters. That's a lot. So for me, having money, I thought, fuck, I'm, 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 I'm the big, you hear me? I went yeah. on my little Birdman shit. <laughs> but then I had to calm down. Like, my sisters and my brothers deserve a certain level of respect because they are my big brothers. And my brother, I give him all the respect in the world because I love him like a father. And whatever he say, go. And I think a little brother should give that to a big brother, no matter who. Even if you are the brethren mm-hmm. or whatever, the brother deserves a level. Or the sister, if she's the... See, this is recorded forever, by the way, yeah, right yeah. now. So, yeah. So, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I got sisters. My sisters. My sisters. I got 10 sisters. Ain't none of them never had a job. Their only job is if I take care of my sisters. Mm. I bought them all houses and I do everything possible for my sisters. That's and amazing. And my big sisters and I give them big sister respect. I'm the little brother. Mm-hmm. You hear me? So mm-hmm. I think that's very important for the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I tell you, uh, we were at, I, I don't remember her last name. We were at a Cash Money book release up oh. here. Wahida. Wahida Clark. Yes. Clark. Yes. You yeah. guys released a book. We were at that party. It was, you know, somewhere on the west side, right? And we were on the, this rooftop yep, hotel. party, yep. and uh, we were going to take the elevator down, and you and Slim were also going to take the elevator down, and security was like, you guys are not getting on this elevator. And we said, okay, so that's where we want to get in life, where we can have a private elevator ride like you <laughs> and your brother had. <laughs> Just, uh, man, I guess y'all to be brothers, that shit cool for me. Oh, yeah, and from now yeah. on, yeah, yeah, yeah. And y'all working together. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, That's yeah. a blessing. Like him and his brother work together, me and my brother work together, and, we stick together. And, yeah. and by the way... Much like you guys, we have, you know, we've done everything independently. We do our, our own thing and have, like, you know, risen through the ranks over the years just because. I want to do a, 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 what they call it? Podcast. podcast. You should. Yeah. All right. Yeah, for right. sure. I'm lame, too, so teach. I don't, I don't, I don't know what <laughs> to Let's start cash money out. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. So that means somebody got to do all this talking y'all doing? Yeah. I'm not good with the talking. We can hire somebody, right? Well, you're yeah. better than Slim at talking, right? Slim ain't gonna talk. <laughs> right. Slim get out of the room. Identity of the talk for us. Yeah. And still bring us into the table. That is correct. It's another business we should start. It is. And it's it's genius because like all the other businesses sort of, you know, wow. yeah. go from that. All right. We doing a pie. I got a quick, like quick question. How. Yeah. This a I like how. We having so many different avenues to make money. That's what mm-hmm. we're saying. And that a lot of that shit have to do with the culture of hip hop. Mm-hmm. And you got the sports and different avenues. So this shit is very important to the culture. Yeah, for sure. And it's, you know, it's been amazing for us. Again, we've been around for 12 years and we worked with everybody. Everybody you know and then some. And and what it is is authentic. And this is a platform that is authentic and you can yeah. just give it to the people. So, But also we have a second podcast where we uh, we call it Two Jews and Two Black Dudes Review the Movies. It's us and the locks. <laughs> and uh, so we watch movies with the locks. Well, I know he's Jewish but you don't have your hair. We're, we're uh, brothers. How we make money? <laughs> Advertising. Saying, you got the curls. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're brothers. He's short in his curls. How was your 
How, my bar mitzvah was amazing. Who you had? What artist? Uh, I no artist. Any, we don't, <laughs> honestly, I would do a second bar mitzvah if you want to come and perform it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I thought it, I thought it was yeah. you 16. Can have it, like, no, you no, can do 13, multiple, but you I can think. do whatever. Yeah. yeah. Y'all life. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying. Have, you've been to bar mitzvah. Oh, now. and you know what else? Do you know? So Drake hit us up the day that he was doing the video. Oh, for, for um, the, hell yeah, fucking right. Yeah, down in Miami, yeah. the the bar mitzvah one with Director X, right? He hit us on Twitter and was just like, he DM'd us and was like, yo, you should fly down here. And we didn't get a chance to go down there that day, but would have been dope to be at his bar mitzvah. What well, His re-bar mitzvah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like when, that culture. Man. When Drake asked you to talk on We'll Be Fine yeah. and just talk your shit, what was the direction he gave you? <sighs> he saved me like, I ain't never looked at myself as a shit talker. Yo. I, I tell him that all the time. He always said to be like, bro, when you do when you get in your mode and you talk, it's different. you different, though. But like, you could you could give Drake something, he's gonna chop that shit up and do it how he wanted. So I just sent different shit that he might would have liked. So you might have talked for like a half an hour straight? And no, he took, not that long. Oh, okay. I just did different segments of Something that I thought he might like and let him chop it up how he wants. Turned out hard. <laughs> you know? Nah, he's an animal. Yeah. He's an animal, so he know how to do shit. How about when, when, when they did the t-shirts with your face on it? Oh, I thought that was the slickest shit. But <laughs> you know, I understand that these dudes really grew up on the culture. So yeah. You know what I mean? For when he did the t-shirts, that was one of his best-selling t-shirts ever. You know what I mean? I, I ain't even think about that shit. You know what I mean? To do that shit. You found a whole nother round Like, Drake, man, you gotta let me hit on this shit. <laughs> that was dope. Did you guys used to hide money growing up? Yeah. Where'd you hide it? Under the house. Mm. Are you talking about me? I, I, sure. I spent it all night. No. I spent it. Is it true? Give tr- me a check. I'm going to spend a check. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it true that you have a safe filled with like weed that you've been just like holding? I had one before Katrina. When Katrina happened, it fucked all my weed up. Damn. Because my weed was left in the house. I had maybe a few pounds and that shit went bad. But we're yes. in California now, so we can yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Zodiac. I'm coming see you, baby. Good boy. Hey, boy, we need, B need 20 of them things. B need 100. I need, I need my eight, dog, because I bought. Look, you ain't never paid your debt. I bought you the baby. You took the picture. You owe me, son. Man, I ain't got paid yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back stunned. I need to get broke off, huh? For real. This ain't, this ain't play, pimping. If you just look back, I mean, is 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 back that ass up like the biggest? The, for for the, me, for me and my musical career, I mean, it ain't close. It's the biggest. Yeah, I mean, cause they still I, play that every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever throw people off and just play in the middle of your set? Like, <laughs> no, nah, I ain't gonna even do. Cause you know what? If I sing that in the middle of the set, I'm gonna have a bunch of mad promoters now. Oh no, of course you got to close. People with gonna it. leave after. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, yeah. That's what they've been waiting like, for. Damn, bro, you ruined my money. You know, I paid you to do this. You just did because it's showing that, so it's business. Yeah. But, I mean, if it's up, up to me, I walk on stage saying one song. 2019, me and Juve going on tour together. What? What? But I'm going to add some other people, I think. Come on, B. Jack Okay. King of R&B. Yerman. Yeah. NBA. Mm-hmm. We do a hell of a little tour together and go out and get it. So, uh, I saw I saw NBA here uh, on the earlier end. I didn't. I didn't know what to expect. Right, he was very. He was He's one of the most talented young artists in the world. Can I tell yeah. you? Thirty seconds into his first song, I was sold. 
I was just like, this shit's like... He got a voice. Crazy. Talented young artist in the world. And I put my life on that. Mm. Have you felt that way before? Being around him and listening to his music and see how he works, there's nothing to stop him. There's nothing that nobody can stop this young man from being who he going to be but himself. How did you get introduced to him? He's from New Orleans. He's from Baton Rouge, which mm-hmm. is a part of Louisiana. Yeah. And he reached out to me. And I wanted to meet him because I heard his music. And when I did meet him, I felt like this young man is a motherfucking superstar, hands down. And when I met him, he was 16, 17, number 19, nothing. You hear me? So I think he's one of the best young artists ever. What's What's one song you look back at now and you're like, man... I thought that was the one, and it just, for whatever reason, didn't go. But I still fucking love it. I got two. It's Ghetto Children and 400 Degrees. Mm. You know, 400 uh, Degrees should have been a way yeah, yeah. It's big, under the surface. But we never went radio with that record. I just thought that was one. I kept and we should have. We should have had a video and everything. Yeah. But we were, that was one of the last songs you did. Yeah, but you know, B. Ween really. No, we was trying to nah, we, didn't know. we was trying to figure it out because everybody asked me. We that. really thought Fresh was tripping with all that shit. <laughs> all that shit on there, man. We were like, man, nigga. Yeah, man. Yeah. He put that verse box on your yeah, shit. Yeah, well, that bitch, like, man. It wasn't even on that it, shit. In the time, it was kind of bad. We didn't really accept man, it. Man, we didn't accept it. We were <laughs> against him. But when I saw how people was reacting at it, because they sing that shit. They nah, that shit. What's, the, what's the wildest shit that Manny like, made that you guys were like, nah, and it went? 400 degrees. Yeah, I'm on fire. <laughs> when I first heard that, I thought he was, I was like, bruh, <laughs> what? Right. Ah. It used to be rebelling <laughs> against fresh <laughs> like, every bro, day. Please, bro, fresh. I'm like, like bro. bro. <laughs> I'm the nigga that's saying, bro, y'all going to rap on this shit. Yeah. <laughs> y'all going to rap on these many fresh beats. Because every day, these niggas in there pouting like, Man, stop. I ain't like that. Be personal, I probably be like that. Man, y'all gonna rap on this man fresh shit <laughs> every day, bro. And when the day go by. Yeah. Yo, so does that also mean that when it when it hit, you turned around and just like so? See, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was tripping. <laughs> you, know, so, you the man, yeah. We're gonna We gonna rap on this man and fresh shit, and that's what it is. Them niggas like man, stunner that shit, man. We ain't feeling it. I told stunner, but it I wasn't just him. Precise. It was all of them. But I told you, man, I ain't feeling this shit. I need some precise, bro. We gonna do all man and whole album. You said nobody else. I said, damn, bro, I can't get one people precise. When you guys were putting out movies, who was the best actor and who was the worst actor? I'm garbage. Don't even throw me out. <laughs> oh, no, I would. I ain't even feel man, like that. Oh, no. We didn't even have a script. We were just vibing off. Wow, each like other. We didn't even have scripts. When we did Baller Blocking, it wasn't a script. It wasn't none. No, nah, it wasn't. Right. I, it, it wasn't. Shouts to whoever edited it. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, we stressed him. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen. Oh, be come I out bet. there. Listen, be come out there. We have a whole shot set up. Be come out, man. Fuck that. Man. We ain't doing this stupid ass. Motherfucking guns. Everybody shoot some shit. That bitch shoot that bitch up. Yeah. He redirected the whole. Be honest. He redirected the whole movie. And ain't none of that shit was supposed to go like that. Hmm. I would love it every minute. I go whine when I. I hit it, read the paper. Yeah. I go over there and be like, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, man. I can't do this shit, bro. Man, why they got me looking look too political? Man, <laughs> I ain't want to look soft. I ain't give a fuck what it was. Oh, man, look, I don't want to do that. 
Um, but the movie did fucking well. Yeah. You know what I get right now from young little dudes all the time? Man, I saw that. I just saw that ball of like ball. What yeah. Y'all was about? That's yeah. dope. I said, nothing, nigga. We was going to do a movie, nigga. <laughs> we was mesmerized with doing a movie. We already had a fan base. And we, we you know, doing them kept coming, coming at you with the script talking about they got the cameras and all that shit. Like every day, like, they just did it. That shit. Wind up doing good. Then we did the fucking sound. The soundtrack was off the soundtrack chain. was off the chain. Yeah. yeah. Did any like E Ford and them too, man? They came out. They really showed love, bro. Mm. Like, did any up. like uh, actual studios like approach you guys about doing like other stuff? Is like anything business wise, mm-hmm. or doing anything else, or songs or anything? You couldn't come tell me, mm-hmm. BG, Wayne, a Turk, a motherfucking thing. You mm. couldn't say nothing to us. You had to go talk to them. We'll ignore the fuck out you, <laughs> for real. Yeah. I'll tell you some shit like, who the fuck are you? Wow. Who told you come talk to me? <laughs> so B used to tell people, and he used to tell everybody that. Look, before you go say anything to now, come talk to me. Don't go walk up and talk to now. Telling you. And mm. the niggas used to do that shit in them. I've been to curse their ass out. They go back they over there. They come back. Why, why, <laughs> why you handing me? I told you, don't go tell him nothing. He don't want to talk to y'all. Mm. That's how I was. So you were standoffish. It wasn't that you? there were like levels to get to I don't you. like backstabbing and backsliding and slick shit. Mm. Like if he, if we got to understand that we're together with a camp and they doing a business and they negotiating everything with y'all, you can't come talk to me. Well, that I begs mean, the question, why did you link up with him in the first place? Man, they came and listen. You remember what he said to you? $2,000 a week, yeah. yeah. I was getting off of work. And I, and it got me at the bus. He already knew about me rhyming because you and LV, y'all fan him. So I always mm. tell him. Mm. And I brought him to the project a couple of times to hear me. And, and I had some music out. Yeah, I had the bounce from the juvenile out. So right. I, I, he already knew I had talent. And then I knew he was from the project, so I was yeah. looking for him. Mm. They called me at the bus stop. And I'm telling you, I was like, look, bro, I got this job. I don't really want to quit. Yeah, honestly, a couple hours before that, we in the project looking for him because he stayed on the other side of the project we stayed from. But nigga was like, he ain't back here, man. Juvenile at work. And we had a show, so I went out the show. And we pulling up to the show. Nigga I'll said, man, that go Juvie right there, man. That go that nigga stunner. He had the bus stop. He had all white on with a helmet. Like, That's that bitch. <laughs> And we rolled up on that nigga. Oh, man. Quit the job. Hey, quit with us, and that shit changed. At the, at the moment of the key bus dive off the desk, the hell was that? Right there, next to the little, they standing there, like, this one. But that fucking hell, I forgot about the hell. I had the hell in my head. I right, said, what you doing, man? Been touching all that shit all down like man. Uh, y'all got How you end up right there though? Huh? How you end up in that I went took that hash boy. I went, I was I had got off the three day leave shit. Nobody ain't came pick me up. I had to get I had to get home so kind of I just called the bus. That shit was meant. That shit was meant. Cause I ain't used to catch the bus well, on How board. you call how you end up on Canal Street? Cause that was the only I was the only yeah. I was the only connected to General yeah. Mike Whitney. Right. I was the only connection I had to get over there. I ain't had no way to get to where I stayed at. <laughs> I got full to that shit. Boy, I'm happy y'all something. I got a ride. First of all, I got the ride home. You did. And the next day, the very next day, I was in the studio. Mm. Yeah. Baby, what did what did New Jack City mean to you? I, I, I got a lot of content from that movie. 
That's why the CMB shit. That's fucking right, dude. I was like, CMB? Cash Money Brothers? Because I was thinking about me and my brother. I said, I'm going to start Cash Money Records. So I put the R on the B. Took the B off, put the R on But we always still put the B we on still was saying CMB, yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's where that shit came from. The Cash Money Brothers. And, and of course, you know my full rap name, right? Cash Money What's Brothers. that? Juvenile Nino. All right. Yeah, yeah. brother. Yeah. <laughs> Nino. I am. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, what, what, what code do you live by? I just, I love the hustle part of it. I love to be able to take a young man and change his life. Bro. <clears throat> I was blessed to be able to do that. So for me, that's one of the most important things of my life, being able to, I'm 50 years old, man. I've been doing this shit 30 years. I've been with Universal 23 years. You understand me? So for me to still be relevant and could take a nigga and change his life, that shit more important than anything to me. So how important was it for you to link up back again with Juvenile, someone you started with, somebody you can continue with? I didn't even think that could happen. But when it did happen, then I'm going to take total control of it and be like, Fucking right, man. Juven reminded me how good he is as an artist. So, like, this shit is more special to me than a lot of shit. You can put this in the bag with me and Wayne <clears throat> and other niggas like that that I dealt with. So, for me, I'm going to send him to the top of the motherfucking roof. <clears throat> Talent-wise, he got it. And every aspect, my whole pride and joy of working with this man is, you see that shit on the wall, world champion, 15 years, 20-plus years, I want to see him, you know, there's so much levels to this shit and so much room for this shit. I'm going to make sure that everything with him be done in a certain level, but I want to see him be that nigga that I think he deserves to be because talent-wise, he that nigga. And what does cash money mean to you? Like, because this is, you know, something you help build. Brothers, family, uncles, cousins. Uh, I look at it a different way, man. I didn't want to come back and be with Cash Money if we couldn't be friends and family again. So that was the first focus. I knew the only way for us to make the, the, the best music in the world and, and for the chemistry to be right, we had to be on that same page we was on once before. So it ain't something happened overnight, but here we go. And I'm taught I'm, the, the proof is in the pudding. The music is it, it tells the whole story for us. You can tell we enjoying it. You can tell that we 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 miss being around each other, working in the studio, and the energy is there. Man, this cat here, this cat D Rock, he's special. He's special, man. And I hear a lot of people throw Manny names out there, like, "Well, what man?" And no disrespect to Manny, but this guy really look up to Manny. Really like Manny music, and he really, you know, trying to make his own way, but. You know, all of us came from somewhere, and it's always going to be the next cat after you to do maybe better than you. And I just think with him and with, with the system that Cash Money got, because I've been telling him this for a couple of weeks, nigga, y'all own the radio. <laughs> y'all own the radio station. If you turn the radio station on, how many Cash Money records you going to listen to within a day's time? So that tells me I'm going the right direction and I'm doing the right thing. So being back with them is a blessing for me. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, well, congratulations on, on a hell of a career so far. Thank you, bro. And congratulations on everything to come. Um, hey, man, the next few years, you're going to hear and see a lot of this, young man. And I'm, I'm looking forward to coming to see y'all again in about a year or two. Please, yeah, please. So y'all going to see. Next time you come over to our crib where we got like all the recording. I want coming. y'all to look at the elevation for him. Yeah. 
I want y'all to come back and say, you know, it's like now been gone. But I want in about a year or two, we're gonna have the same sit down. You're gonna be like, dang. Yeah. Um full sight in that shit. We're gonna see that shit. Promising. We're with it. Yeah. Um before you go, can you just read this into into the mic? Um Yo, Jeff, it's our turn, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste Time with It's The Real. Jeff, if you want to find out more about us, I'm Eric, you're Jeff. Together, we are It's The Real. If you want to find out more about this podcast, it's called A Waste of Time with It's The Real, and there's almost, almost 250 other episodes just like this one in our catalog. Jeff, if people want to find those and if people want to find out more about what's going on with us, where can they go? You can always go to itstherreal.com I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L.com Go there, get a mug. Go get a t-shirt. Go get anything at itstherreal.com slash shop. Go to itstherreal.com and sign up for our newsletter. That's very important. You can also listen to all of our old episodes and our new ones. Go to iTunes, go to SoundCloud, go to Spotify, CastBox. Wherever people listen to podcasts, that's where you should listen to ours. Also, Two Jews and Two Black Dudes Review the Movies, our movie podcast, With the Locks. Which we mentioned earlier in this episode. Yes, we did. You can go get that, and that is everywhere where you listen to podcasts. Jeff, are we on social media? We sure are. Co find us. Did you find us? Did you say go find us? I think I said co-find us. I thought you did too. I was like, is that an internet thing? Co-find us. That means find us together at WeWork. Just go find us. Go find us. Where are we, Jeff? At It's The Real on Twitter. At It's The Real on Instagram. At It's The Real is our Finstagram. Oh my God. If you thought that after 248 of these episodes, you would get this right, mm-hmm. you're wrong. Also, It's The Real on Facebook. Normally at the end of this podcast, we like to give shout outs to uh, those people who do what we ask of them. But today, I just want to say shout out to everybody who is doing their best to get through today, doing their best to get through this week. And you know what? If you're having a less than stellar go of it, shout out to you for just making it through. Shout out to everybody for rocking with us. As always, Jeff, now for real, for real. Sure, sure. See you guys next week. Head in the inside. Two more tires and they gotta be run flat. Number one stunner pimp.